when you're making $18 an hour, going to making seven figures, a million dollars plus a year, it feels impossible. But I still was working towards that. And I didn't really care if I got there or how long it took me. I just was committed to the journey. So then I started thinking about today and I was like, do I still do that? Like, do I still make decisions to go after dreams that are so big that they sound crazy? And I'm like, I don't, I really don't do that. Why? You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 612. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I do not sound amazing. (laughs) I am sick, which sucks. I had a CrossFit competition and the morning of the competition, I had a little bit of a sore throat. And then these competitions push you, at least me, I think most people too, to a level that just you don't normally go way past where you normally go. And I think my body was just like, there is absolutely no way I can fight this after what you just put me through. So I full-blown got sick the next day um, after the competition, which was definitely a bummer. Um, But I had a lot of fun at the competition. And actually, some of that is going to tie into today's podcast episode. So this was something that came up for me last week that I felt really I feel very motivated to share with you guys and kind of transparently share with you my own thoughts plus a conversation. And I think it will serve a lot of you because it was a a big realization I had combined with a question that a mentor asked me about a month ago. And that's the question I'm going to ask you today. So first of all, There was like a chain of conversations that I had plus a book that I was listening to called Be Your Future Self Now. And you know when things just happen really synchronistically where it's like you know that there's a reason that that conversation came up and it also goes with you know the book you're reading or a movie you watched or whatever and it's like, oh my gosh, all this stuff just kind of fits together like a puzzle and then you have this like breakthrough. That's what happened to me. So this book talks a lot about uh, facing basically who you want to be in the future today. So whatever your goals are or aspirations you have, become that person today and then work towards that. And then I also was reading after that, like I was fresh off that book and I started reading this book called The 12-Hour Walk. And it's written by Colin, I think O'Brady, Colin O'Brady, who has done some amazing athletic feats. He's like walked across Antarctica pulling a sled, um, climbed every highest peak in the United States in like I think it was two and a half weeks. He's just one of those guys. Pushes his comfort zone to the max and is not really afraid to fail. And so in his book, he was challenging like where you have maybe already determined that you can't do something because you're afraid to fail so you don't even try. And here's the thing. I'm somebody that if you were to ask me like prior to these realizations, I would be like, I'm not really afraid to fail. Like I go after what I want. I I go big. Like I've built a lot of incredible things and I put myself out there and I really wouldn't have thought, oh, I'm afraid of failing. But here's the realization I had. 
if I go back seven, eight years ago, when I was starting my business, when I had nothing, I was making $18 an hour before that as a nanny. We lived in a tiny, tiny house. We didn't have a lot of money. I was really going after it. Like I was really putting myself out there and making these big decisions that everybody around me was going, you're crazy or there's no way that's going to work or that's a huge mistake, right? You know those decisions. And us entrepreneurs oftentimes face this when we start our business because it is so different than what everybody else is doing that it makes other people really uncomfortable. So when you choose a very big goal like that, oftentimes the people around you that you tell are like, oh, that's crazy. You shouldn't do that, you know? And I was like, when I first started my business, that was my norm. Like I I dropped out of college. I started my business. People didn't even understand what I was doing. And I was making all these big decisions. And I didn't know if it was going to work. Like I had no idea that I was going to build a seven-figure business, but I didn't care. I just kept moving forward and putting myself out there and trying these and going after these big, crazy dreams. Like I can remember when I made the decision to not continue college, it was a big deal because I grew up in a family where my parents were both like, this is what you do. Like you go to college, you get your degree, you have that piece of paper. And then after you do that, you can do whatever you want. Like if you want to start a business after that, at least you have this degree to fall back on. You know, that belief that I just totally like, I think I've convinced them otherwise now, but that's how I grew up my whole life. And so not continuing with college was a very big deal because I hadn't yet built a lot of business success. Like I was just starting to get clients and just starting. So I can remember when I made that decision and I was like, I cannot have a newborn baby continue in college and build this business. College is costing me money and this over here is making me money. So I'm just going to bet on it. And I can remember the response, like the response from everybody around me was like, what are you doing? Because they couldn't see everything in the day to day. So anyways, when I look back on that time, I'm like, I was making decisions like that all the time and really going after dreams that felt at the time impossible. Having a seven-figure business in those moments felt so far out of reach that I could barely comprehend it. When you're making $18 an hour, going to making seven figures, a million dollars plus a year, it feels impossible. But I still was working towards that. And I didn't really care if I got there or how long it took me. I just was committed to the journey. So then I started thinking about today. And I was like, do I still do that? Like, do I still make decisions to go after dreams that are so big that they sound crazy? And I'm like, I don't. I really don't do that. Why? So I sat with that for a few days And I realized, and this is where I think a lot of you guys will resonate, especially who are like me, are years into your business and you've reached certain phases. I realized that the level of comfort I have achieved because I've built what I have has made it so I haven't felt the urgency to go after those huge dreams as much as I used to. Because when you're making $18 an hour and you're barely paying bills and you live in a 400 square foot studio with a newborn baby, you have a lot more urgency and drive to go after everything. 
Like, cause you don't have a lot to lose. You're like, it can only get better from here, right? I can only go up. And it's not that I have a lot to lose if I go after my dreams. I don't believe that. And I never like would take a risk that's like, you're going to lose everything. Um, but I feel like because I've achieved a level of comfort, my lifestyle, my house, my vacations I get to take, my family, like the time I spend, my schedule, it's like I don't have that urgency to go after these big things or at least I don't prioritize it anymore, which I found so fascinating because I was like, but wait, do I have these big dreams that I'm not saying? And I, and I sat with that. So we'll talk about that in a minute. And I also realized, so I'm realizing all this as I'm reading the book and I'm going like, I haven't made a decision where people are like, you're crazy in a long time. And I actually believe a lot of the times the best things happen when we are following a path where most people around us are like, I don't know how you're doing that. Like that is freaking crazy, right? Because you're going after something so big, it's hard to comprehend. So I'm sitting with that. I'm thinking about that. And then at the same time, I had a friend in CrossFit who we were prepping for this CrossFit competition and she came up to me and she's like, we started around that same time. We've competed together. And she's like, I realized that I stopped basically trying to reach the level of going to the CrossFit Games. And we're both at the same level. Like we are so far away from being good enough to go to the Games. Like the Games is like the 1% of the 1%, right? And she said, but... I sat down and I had a two-hour conversation with one of our head coaches who is a top games athlete, and I'm going to try. I'm going to go for it. Like It might take me 10 years, but I'm going to go on that journey because I would rather go on that journey than not. And I was like, oh my God. When I started CrossFit a year ago, like I think I literally have podcasts where I was like, I'm so excited and I'm starting CrossFit and like I want to get this far. Well, I gave up on that without realizing it because what happened was I convinced myself and I was like, there's no way. There's absolutely no way you would make it to the games because you're so far from being even close. And you started late. I built up all of these facts in my mind. I was like, you didn't start at like 14, like a lot of these athletes do today. You're too tall. I literally Googled the height of CrossFit game athletes to confirm to myself that I was too tall because they're shorter than me and like went through this process. I didn't consciously realize what I was doing, but what was happening was over time, I just shifted and it was like, that was no longer a dream of mine because I was like, nope, it's impossible. You can't do it. And you know, I still go to CrossFit, still love it, but it just became like, oh, I just go and I try to improve my fitness. I'll do these local competitions and there's no way I'm going to go to the games. And so while like that could still be true, it could still be true that I never make it to the games. It is extremely hard. (laughs) And I almost feel silly saying that that's a goal because of the reasons I said, like I am actually not built the same as most of those athletes, most, not all. Um, And I just started a year ago, right? And CrossFit is one of those things that you cannot get better in months or even a year. Like it takes years and years and years to build to the level that these athletes have. But I was, I sat with it and I was like, but why wouldn't you try? (laughs) Like, why would you have convinced yourself to stop even having that as a goal and stop going on the journey of getting there? Because even if you don't make it there, wouldn't that journey be better? 
And I was like, yeah. You know, if I shift my training and I do more sessions and I have a purpose behind it and I'm, you know, leveraging a coach and I'm I'm not just going to work out, but I'm actually training, wouldn't that be better than just showing up every day to the regular class if it is something I truly love? You know, I think there's definitely things in your life that you don't have to go all in on. But for me, athletics and CrossFit and, you know, from the beginning, I was inspired by the games athlete. That's why I started. I saw a random Instagram video and was like, I want to be able to do that. And it was a CrossFit games athlete. But I, I got rid of that dream because I literally stacked up evidence against myself of why I could never do that. And then I guess I was like, well, I don't want to look stupid. So I stopped saying it. I stopped saying, oh, I would love to be a games athlete because I realized like once I got in the sport, like what that actually meant. And I was like, well, what was I even thinking in the beginning saying that? Look at these people. They're like a hundred times stronger and faster than me. And the realization I had though was, yeah, if I tell people I would like to go to the CrossFit Games in the next 10 years, I'd like to qualify for that. Most people are going to say, that's crazy. Like, do you know how little of a chance that you have to get there? Okay. Why would I not try? Because even if I don't make it, wouldn't the path over the next 10 years to pursuing that get me into a stronger and better place than I would be today if I just was like, screw it. I'm not even going to try. This carries over into everything. So what in your life Is it a revenue number? Is it having a best-selling book? Is it producing a movie? I don't know. Like, what are those crazy things that are supposed to sound crazy because they're so big, they're so terrifying? What are those things? And wouldn't it be better to go on the path to try to pursue it, even if you never make it, than to just write it off as impossible? Like, we live in a society that wants to stay comfortable that rewards and really emphasizes that if you go too far one way, you are crazy. Like you are going to fail. You know, I don't even know because who cares if you fail? I don't believe in failing. And the thing is that's so interesting with all this and why I'm sharing this for you guys is I feel that I'm a pretty solid person when it comes to putting myself out there and not being afraid to fail. But then look what I uncovered. So after all this, I sat down and I remembered this question that a mentor asked me a month and a half ago. We were sitting in a workshop and I'm going to cuss. So if you have kids around, you can pause it or something. Um, I was sitting in a workshop and it was like, we we're talking about basically pursuing dreams. And I was not really like saying anything big. I was kind of just like, well, you know, I'll do this. I'll do this. It was kind of like vanilla, vanilla sounding stuff. And she stopped and she's like, Emily, what do you really fucking want? Like, what do you really want that you're not telling anybody that is so big you're not actually saying it out loud? Like, what are those dreams? Because they are there. And immediately I, I had a few answers and she made me actually answer back and say, like, I really fucking want this. But over the month after that happened, more has come to me. So after all this, I sat down with that question and it was like, what do I really want? What am I not even, not just not telling people, but not even letting myself go there 
because I think it is so crazy. And I've and it is like it does sound crazy. So a bunch of things came to me, but some of the big ones being one, the CrossFit Games, two, a best-selling book, three, a stadium full of people that I get to do a live event for one day. Like those are some of my big dreams. Now, if you go tell anyone, like if I'm at a birthday party with my kids and I'm like, yeah, um, one day I'm going to be in the CrossFit Games, I can guarantee you that everybody around me is going to be like, that girl's crazy. <laughs> you know, like what? Is, that's crazy. She's not even close right now. Or yeah, I'm going to have a best-selling book. I haven't published a book before. I'm going to have a best-selling book. I want to go after those dreams because here's the thing. Let's say I don't achieve any of those. Let's say I go all in. I give it 100%. I put myself out there. I go after those things. I don't achieve them. I will be a better person going down that journey than if I didn't. So why the heck would I stop myself from that opportunity? And who knows what opportunities will come along the way if I choose that path? So my ask and invitation to you today is to sit with that question. Like, don't answer it in a second. Sit with it. Sit with it for a day, for two days. Journal, like make a list and see what comes up because I can guarantee you, you probably have things that you have maybe not even consciously written off as not possible. And here's the thing, like I thought it was so fascinating how I was like, I remembered, like I I Googled the heights of CrossFit, (laughs) CrossFit athletes one day when I was bored and literally took inventory of how they're pretty much all shorter than me so that I could have evidence of why I wasn't going to pursue this. And I didn't like, as I was doing it, I wasn't like, you are getting in the way of your dream, right? Like I was just doing it. That's our ego because our ego doesn't want to quote fail. Our ego doesn't want to go after something and not achieve it. Our ego doesn't want to look bad, right? It's trying to protect us. But the growth always happens when we step outside the comfort zone. And I shared this in another podcast, I think it was last week, that the comfort zone is also constantly changing, right? For me now, going to CrossFit five days a week, that's easy for me to show up every day and do that because I've been doing that for the last year. If you just launched a podcast, recording podcast episodes are probably still super uncomfortable for you. But a couple months down the line, that's going to be easy. Your comfort zone has now shifted. So how do we intentionally take action to get out of our comfort zone, to go against things that we have a 50% chance of not even making it? That's good. That's where we learn. That's where we grow. And how many times I started thinking of all the stories. There's... um. The author, J.K. Rowling, right? Her Harry Potter books were turned down by, I can't remember how many, I think it was like five plus or more publishers before it was actually approved, right? There, How many stories do you hear about where somebody had to go up against a no and they had to keep on going? And I know this stuff is cliche. I know it's like, you know, people say the no is when it starts and people talk about this stuff all the time. But I guess one thing I want you to see here today is how much our minds manipulate us to think we're not even doing this. Like literally two, three weeks ago, if you were to ask me if I'm going after my big dreams, I'd be like, yeah, I'm building an eight-figure business. Like that's my big dream to have that, you know? But because my, my comfort in my daily life, I've achieved so many incredible goals. And I told my husband, I'm like, one of my big dreams would be that we could fly private. 
but it's not like I have urgency to get there, right? But when we lived in our 400 square foot house, I had urgency to to make a better life for us. So that pushed me into going after these dreams. But now that I'm very comfortable and yeah, it'd be nice to fly private. It'd be nice to do this. It'd be nice to do this. There's no like urgency to go after that. And maybe flying private isn't one of those goals to go after, but it is one that I'm like, man, I don't know if I'll ever do that. It's just like so ridiculously expensive, right? But all of these things, when we when we build up a comfort zone and we create a life where we now are so comfortable, now we don't have the urgency to really go after these big things because we don't need to as much, right? Like we're happy, we're comfortable. We've achieved this like baseline of comfort. And this is why a lot of times crisis is what pushes people into a new level. Like people have to hit rock bottom, hit a crisis and hit a point where they're like something has to change and then they go change their life. This is a story that's over and over and over again. But maybe we don't have to have a crisis to pursue those things, but we have to have an awareness to go after them. So sit down and ask yourself, what do I really fucking want? Like what is the thing that it, you know and you can picture it if you told people, they would go, that is crazy. It doesn't mean that they're bad friends or bad family. Usually that makes people really uncomfortable because other people who care about you also don't want to see you fail. They don't want to see you get hurt. They don't want to see you try something that results in you not being successful because we have this version in our mind that if we don't achieve that thing, then we failed. But what if there is no failing? What if the only way that you could fail is not taking action? Because how many times do you think something's the goal? You go out on that path and then along the way, you uncover five new things that lead you to all different places. The journey is the goal. Like you cannot fail. So what are those things? And where have you convinced yourself, maybe subconsciously, that you can't achieve those things? And like built up evidence and really convinced yourself that it was impossible. And you're like, yeah, it is impossible. You know, I feel that way about like the games because I'm like, that is so, it is crazy. Like, because I didn't start when I'm 14. I'm not a short athlete. (laughs) Like there is a lot stacked up against me, but I think I'd rather go on this journey than not. So ask yourself that question and then send me a message on Instagram. I want to hear what your answers are. I actually sent this last week to my mastermind group too. And I said, I want you guys to think on this and send it back to me. And it was really beautiful. The awarenesses that can come from this. So, all right, everybody, I will talk to you on Thursday. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.